glorify you, Lord. Uh, let us know ahead of time, John. Don't just say, hey, you're live. Two minutes, two minutes. is coming on. Praise the name of the Lord. Good to be here tonight. Amen. Let's worship the Lord together. Let's magnify Him. Let's lift Him up tonight. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord for great and greatly to be praised is His holy name. He has done so much. And He's still moving and He's still working. Oh Lord, we continue to lift up one another, our city, our country. The world, really, oh Lord God, help them to understand they need to repent and come to Thee. Oh Lord God of heaven, again, help our president, our governor, oh Lord God of heaven, our local officials as well. Oh Lord God, keep each of Your church members safe and well. Lord, help us to rest in Thee and not be anxious about anything. But God, trust You. And Lord God of heaven, be wise, but trust You. We thank you, God. We praise you, God. We magnify you, Lord. We lift you up, Jesus. You are God and God alone. There is not but thee. Lord, it's good to be in your house. It's good to be in your presence. Oh, Lord God of heaven, we thank you. And we praise you for your goodness tonight and your mercy tonight. Oh, Lord God of heaven, encourage tonight. Strengthen tonight, oh, Lord God. Once again, we thank you for everything. We thank you for this building that you've given us, O oh Lord, to worship you in. And we know you're inhabiting it. God, just feel this place with your presence. Let the angel of the Lord in Capabalus, O oh Lord God in heaven, but most of all, we thank you for Calvary and the blood that was shed there and for your word that helps us, God, to know you and how to please you. Oh Lord God, we thank you tonight. We praise you tonight. We magnify you tonight. We lift you up tonight. We come tonight to worship you and to magnify you and to glorify you. For there is no God but thee. We're going to sing unto the Lord. Join us. Sing what you know, wherever you may be. Sing unto the Lord. Amen.
God, the Savior of our soul, and the Creator of our life. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. It feels good in the temple.
him, so lift your hands and tell him something. Lord, I do love you. I love you with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Lord, I don't understand it. I can't comprehend that you love me, but I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you love me. You love me. Lord God in heaven, you love them. Love every person that came into this world, God. You've given life and you love. And every single person, Lord, you allowed your only son, your only begotten son, who you lived in, who you dwelt, the humanity, God, the Lamb, Lord, go and die for our sins. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. Your ensemble can be seated in the appropriate places, if you would, please. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let me try to make some announcements if I could. This Saturday, we're going to try to have, hopefully, a short work day. We're going to meet at 9.30. Basically, what we're going to be doing is cleaning and straightening up so that everything will look good for Sunday. We do have a, st a storeroom in the back that needs to be straightened out, so we'll try to get that as well. Amen. It's 9.30 Saturday. Now, if you're sick in any way, if you're sick in any way, please do not come, even to the services that we're going to have Sunday. If you're sick, please, we're asking you, for your sake and for the rest of us, please do not attend. Amen. Now, this Sunday, we're going to do our very best to meet here Sunday morning at 11 and Sunday night at 6. Now, there's a sign-up going out. There's 70 slots for Sunday morning and 70 slots for Sunday evening. You can only pick one of the services. And so please sign up and please come only to that service. Again, if you're sick in any way, please do not come. Also, remember, we are going to be practicing and maintaining social distancing. And so you'll see some seats reserved. Do not sit where the seats say reserved. There's open seats for you so we can keep distances between one and another. Now we're going to worship the Lord. We're going to let God do what he does best. And we're going to refrain for at least a season of no hugging women to women or men to men or shaking hands. And if we're going to fellowship, which is a good thing to do, but we're going to ask you to go outside the church where the wind is blowing and stay apart so that you can do that. Let's try to maintain all of this that our country has put out to protect us and thank God that he's moved on our county judge to allow us to meet if we so choose. Now, there'll be some that are not comfortable in meeting, and that's quite all right, perfectly understandable. And we do not want to pressure anyone or to make them feel guilty or put any condemnation on them. We respect that. Amen. Amen. And so there will come a time, this will pass, and we'll be able to meet just like we used to meet, but this time at home, at the temple, 4 7 one, two, East Rancier. It looks beautiful here. It, outside, the grounds look beautiful. I tell you, the church looks beautiful. Let's keep it that way. We're going to need some help keeping it and maintaining it. And so we need people to pitch in when we need to. After services, you know, you can help out, straightening up, cleaning up. Maybe even, you know, if you see a, a mark on the floor, try to get it up. And keep our bathroom straight as well. Amen. Amen. And so tonight, my wife, I felt led. She has a thought that she's going to bring. I appreciate my wife. She's still hurting quite a bit and the surgery on her arm. And she, along with many others, have been working hard and coordinating things. I know we're not having Sunday school for a while, but you know what? They're working on something, uh, whether it be a type of live stream that they can record and send out for your children gear to your children. I think the first thing is prayer. I think it's important that we learn and practice prayer. And so they're working on that as well. And she's been trying her very best to stay in contact with you ladies from time to time, sending out uh, texts of encouragement. Please respond to her so that she'll know that she has your number uh, because she cares about you. And she's really trying to keep you connected. It's important. We need to stay connected to God and to one another. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Pray one for another. Pray one for another. Amen. Amen. Again, I want to say thank you for the rest that have been able to help and participate and work hard. Everything looks very, very well. Those that have been able to give their offerings and tithes, thank you. Uh, the church, that's how God 
supports his church. That's how we continue to go on. It's God's plan. It's in his word. So thank you very much for that. You be in prayer for my wife because, again, she's limited only physically, not spiritually. Amen. Amen. She's a very powerful woman yes. of prayer. Amen. Amen. And she has great influence Amen. on me. <laughs> Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. And so I think you're going to enjoy this lesson tonight. Hopefully you men won't just say, oh, just a wife speaking tonight must be just for the ladies. No. It is geared toward the ladies. She's speaking to the ladies because she has a burden for you ladies. But I'm telling you, man, listen, you'll get something as well. Sister White, would you come? I'm going to stay up here and help you until you get situated. Amen. Of course, she gets to use my mic. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. God bless you all. Um, before I get started, I just wanted to say that I appreciate everybody in New Life, and I'm so grateful that the Lord has sent you all to us so that we could all work together and we could be a team and the Lord could use us as a body because we could not do this without you. And we would be crazy to think that we could. So we love you all. And those of you out in YouTube land, we love you very much. God bless you. And I pray that the Lord can use me tonight. It's one of those times where, and I'm speaking to the ladies, of course, but to everyone or anyone that's listening. These are trying times. They're different times. There's different stressors than we had just a few weeks ago. Amen. Lives have changed. Yes. Amen. Children are now at home, right. making lots of noise, <laughs> and having lots of activity, right. and it's changed our routines. Amen. So therefore, it doesn't matter what kind of person you are, if you're a calm person normally, or you're a kind of a nervous person, well, it, it, it affects everyone that our routines are different. But you know what, I'm so grateful that we have a God that is the same all the time. That we can always count on him, Brother Scotty. He doesn't change. Our routine might have changed. Our feelings about things may have changed. But God is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. And I'm so thankful for that. So I've really been doing a lot of praying and a lot of reading. I love to read. And of course, you know, doing some homeschooling with Titus and Brother John Brown has been homeschooling Abigail and lots of other families have been homeschooling their kids too. Kind of combination of homeschool and even the academy together. And um, I appreciate all the parents that are doing that as well. Something new. And something old for some of you that have done it before. But I wanted to just say thank you, Jesus, for our new building. And even though I don't see any people right here. Yeah. All of you are here. That's right. In Jesus' name. You're all here with us. And so, I was reading a story the other day, and it went along with a verse that I also love. And I would like you all, before we even start, let's just take a moment and just, let's just thank God. Lord, I thank you so much for this evening, for this time that we can be with you, Jesus. For this time that we can just step away from our routine from the craziness of this world and of this life, and we can come into your sanctuary, yes. that safe place, that quiet place, that beautiful place of peace, God. I thank you so much that we can just step right into your presence wherever we are, whether it be home or yes, work Jesus. or wherever we are. I thank you so much, Jesus, that you are with us, you are with us, you are forsake us, and we praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And I want you all to just take a moment and just, whatever hand you are, right-handed or left-handed, look at your hand for a second. Just look at that thing. And I want to speak to your hand. Okay? All of you speak to your hand, including the littles. And we need to look at that hand and say, whatsoever my hand 
It wasn't during the time when they had digital imagery or you could just save something on a computer. This is back when you had to do it all by hand. Right. If you wanted a copy of it, you had to make it yourself, literally, piece by piece, line by line. So he put all of these pieces of art in boxes, and guess what happened? When he's on the way to the publisher, not something good. There were these two big fat rats, and I'm going to call them Joe and Mighty Mouse. Okay. And they were in that box, and they thought those pictures looked so good, Sister Phillips. And guess what they began to do? Gnaw away, chew through every painting, tear up every piece and make a wonderful nest for their little ride on the train. So when this, this person, this young man now, do you think when he went to that box and opened it up that he was happy? No. Do you think he was just hallelujahing at that moment? Probably not. So he was tempted to quit. Have you all ever been tempted to quit? Sure. More yeah. than one occasion? Right. Tempted to quit. All those years, all that work, all that labor, everything, it's gone. It's completely destroyed. So he took some time. He was absolutely heartbroken. And what do you think he decided to do? One morning he got up, got his sketch pad, his paints, his pencils, and there he went back to the woods. Oh. And Brother Phillips, it took him another four and a half years and traveling thousands of miles across the United States to find every single one of those birds that he had drawn before. Wow, wow. But guess what? He looked at the hand. <laughs> Whatever my hand finds to do, yes. I am going to do it with all of my life because it's what I am I'm called to do. So guess who this young man was? Audubon. John James Audubon. They named a whole society after this man. His book got published all over the world and it's still very famous today. So you know what? When the enemy starts ripping up your work, dancing upon your dreams and saying, together two thoughts and I pray that it makes sense when I'm done. And some of you have heard this story before, but I kept thinking about birds, 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 Mr. Audubon. And the Lord reminded me of, sometimes he wants you to share your own story, Brother Right, Fox, that's know? right. Sometimes he wants us to share a little piece of ourselves and experience we have. 
something that comes from our own heart rather than just reading in a book. Our own experiences, Brother Scotty, because we have those ourselves that are very real. But I want to talk to you real quick before I finish this evening because it is just a devotion about a teenage patient I had many years ago. This was a uh, young teen boy that I went into the home and I didn't know much about him because the paperwork wasn't complete and I did home health nursing for many years. And I walked into the door not knowing what to expect. I just knew he had a head injury. But I didn't know exactly what that meant. So I went in there to assess him and see what kind of needs he would have at home. And as I sat there waiting for them, he was actually he was coming home on the special school bus. And I was waiting, and she had me sit in his room, and as I was sitting there, I can still see it today, pictures of him all over his room smiling, playing as he played. He was on a baseball team. He was on a football team. He sang in the church choir, and he sang solos at church. And you saw all these pictures throughout the years of all the things this young, this young man had done. And then I hear the school bus, and here comes the mom pushing him up the wheelchair ramp and into the house. And here he is, 15 years old, wearing a bib, wearing a diaper, can only speak a few words now, had to be fed, had a hospital bed, made the medical equipment all there in his room. And I, I went to see him several times. This is right before I moved to Texas. And my heart throughout all these years has always been sad for him. But I experienced the most beautiful thing when we talk about perseverance, about somebody maybe who lived a life a certain way, and this is what I want to focus on. If we live a life a certain way, my prayer is always this, Lord, when I'm dying one day, I want to be one of those saints who throws their hands in the air and is praising God, Amen. or singing praises, or speaking to the Lord. That's what I want to be. I've seen both in my career. So I looked at this young boy, and one day his mother says to me, I remember again, this boy can only speak a few words, but she said, watch this, I have to show you something, and she, had, she didn't tell me what it was, and she took a long time, like getting together whatever it was she was going to show me, and I remember thinking, I wonder what it is, it's taking a long time, I wonder what she's doing. She brings out a CD player, and she turns on some music, and this boy, more than anything else, Brother Phillips, that he loved to do was to sing gospel songs and go to church. Thank you. And he could barely say two or three words, but, you know, his mama, she turned on that CD player and he began to sing. Perfect pitch, perfect sound, perfect enunciation through all those years of praising his God. Yeah. He had a perseverance that carried him through. Never mind the bed, never mind the wheelchairs, never mind all of that. This boy had a Lord in his heart that he could sing to. And he knew the words when I didn't, Brother Phillips. And clearly, the most beautiful sound I've ever heard in my life, and the words were this, here's a child who's stuck in a bed for the rest of his life. Wow. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart feel lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, a constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know Brother Phillips, because I'm happy. Yeah. 
because I know he watches me. So remember, whatsoever your hand finds to do, do it with all of your might. It may be your song in the bed one day. It may be your last words as you're leaving this earth and you've left behind a wonderful mark. So whatever that is, the Lord has called you and asked you to do, do it with all perseverance and the best that you can do it to make it a beautiful and perfect sound unto the Lord. Amen. Pastor. Amen. Praise the Lord. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Amen, amen. That was... Oh, that was touching. I know it must have touched you. Amen. Allow it to encourage you. Don't fight it. Amen. Don't resist it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. She had shared that story with me many, many years ago, and I had forgotten until this evening. I knew which story she was going to say when she began to relate. And I'm telling you. We feel sorry for ourselves too much. Amen. I'll say amen. amen. Yes, Lord. Almighty God, we need you, Jesus. We praise you, Almighty God. I'm not trying to minimize what we're going through, but there are far worse things than you can't find your favorite food or your favorite snack. Or you have to wear a mask. I want us to think about this. Through all of this, I pray that you would appreciate the things that maybe you are not able to do anymore. One of them is gather together in church. If we're not careful, we take things for granted so easily. Thank you, dear. Tremendous, tremendous call. Amen. It, it's touching me. Perseverance. Thankfulness. Bring appreciative of the things that we do have. Not, not regretting what we don't have, but being thankful for what we do have. We're going to sing another song to the Lord. I can't be the only one that's tearing up. I can't be the only one that my heart is overflowing. And I'm ashamed. In many, many ways, I'm ashamed because we complain too much. And we know His Word says that He does feed the sparrows. And he takes care of the lilies of the field that tomorrow is going to be bread. So we know, we know he's going to take care of us. So don't be anxious, sweet people. Just persevere. Look at your hand. Keep on working. Keep on working. But as you're working, look at that hand again and keep saying, hand, keep praising. Keep lifting high. All this singing to the Lord. Thank you, Sister White. Beautiful, beautiful word this evening. Oh, free, 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 free,